Pas d'un pas d'un Hello everybody and welcome back to All Things Gaming. If you're listening from iHeartRadio, we welcome you into our great little show that we put on for you guys. Um, if you're not listening and you didn't know, we recently got added to iHeartRadio. So yeah, that just expands the areas for more people to come in and listen to our show that we try and put on for you guys every week. So we're greatly appreciative of the people that are coming over from there. Um, but other than that, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Xbox press conference. Um, it's just going to be me and Rockin' discussing this one this week. Hello. Um, so yeah, today we're going to um, go through the entire uh, Xbox showcase and what they uh, showed us. And um, so they started off with, I thought they would start the do uh, Halo at the end, but they started off with Halo at the beginning. And... Um, the game is open world, which is what the uh, rumors were that were circulating about it were, and um, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, let's say uh, players angry right now <laughs> at the game's visuals, but <laughs> just the memes that we've already yeah, seen on it. We were looking at the memes earlier of <clears throat> the uh, uh, brute that about halfway through the demo he melees a brew and you can see his face and there's not really that many textures are there there's like the textures on his face aren't that <laughs> defined i guess and he's very bland and he has a animation of his face is just very bland he doesn't <laughs> even move his face or anything when he's yelling he just keeps his face <laughs> straight but but yeah the gameplay it has a little bit more of a, a halo one vibe <clears throat> with like when you first land on the second it's the second level of Halo 1. It opens up for a little bit, and it feels like it's going to go open, like a complete open area. And I think they're trying to get with that <clears throat> gameplay from the original game. Like the... Uh, yeah, the... Uh, like, I don't, the I don't think... Yeah, I don't think I ever played... I never played the uh, campaign that much on the first Halo. I didn't play the campaign until, like, Halo 3, so... I was more of the multiplayer side, <clears throat> but this one looks pretty good. The open world looks cool. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see more on it, but... Yeah, and it looks like it's kind of, instead of one big open ring world, it's like separated into different islands, but, um, yeah, it looks so the islands thing are separated by like these hexagonal like columns, and that's one thing that makes the game not look as good is these columns that are everywhere, like, like Minecraft kind of. But yeah. it looks like the rings either in the progress of being built or repaired, or or at least that part of the game where they were sh they showed it off. But so yeah, they started off showing that, and um, the gameplay looks really good to me because they have now a even though sprint is still there, they have a um, grappling hook now, and uh, I never thought that would be a good idea in a Halo game, but after seeing it in in the gameplay demo, it looked really fun. Yeah, the grappling hook's cool because, like, you're going to be able to explore the world. So if the, Since they are doing the true open world, the terrain's going to be cool. You can climb up, explore more stuff. It's, I mean, if they're, I don't know if they're going to be adding skulls back to the game or yeah, not. Yeah, there is an article afterwards, <clears throat> IGN had multiple articles about, um, they had interviews, and some other YouTubers that I've watched have had interviews, 
and um, there is going to be skulls in the game. There's going to be some that, um, you know, just scattered around. There's going to be terminals, and I guess there's some that you're going to have to. Uh, one of the developers said there's one, some you're going to have to really look for, and others you are going to be like a little easier to get. Yeah, I think that's where the grappling hook is going to come in handy is looking for skulls and stuff like that. And terminals. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, it looked good. They're saying it's going to run at a locked 60 FPS for the so campaign. And 4K on the Series yeah. X. But there's an, another um, criticism of the demo is that it was confirmed to be running on a PC that was a mid-spec type PC <clears throat> instead of actual Series X hardware. So that's also another <clears throat> big downside to the tra to the gameplay trailer. So. The plus side is it comes out this year, and it is going to be on the Series X, At PC, launch. yeah, PC, Xbox One, and it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah, and that's so. the, pretty much the main star of this press conference to, in most people's eyes, I see, and in my own, too. I, in my opinion, I think it is, too. Game Pass is kind of their platform going forward, really, instead of the Series X, but if you, they're pretty much just saying just they're just trying to get sales from the software and through Game Pass subscriptions, so instead of just people buying it. Yeah, outright, and um, and the, the the enemy of the game is confirmed to be the Banish, which were in Halo Wars Two, which I I, I played the beginning of Halo Wars Two, just a tutorial, but <laughs> so I don't know for sure exactly about the Banished, but uh, it's pretty much a new version of the Brutes. It's like a new, a new covenant actually with the Brutes and the um, Ungo Ungoi, I think is how you say them. The um, little ones what are those called the grunts grunts yeah and then there's the um elites so the sangeli are also in the game too as enemies and um there might be the flood in the game which i kind of hope there would be because that's my favorite halo enemy because in the first game that was like the big surprise and halfway through just out of nowhere they they put brought in an entire horror element in the first game and the flood just attacks you out of nowhere <laughs> i remember screaming like a little girl when i was like six years old at the gameplay of the, it. The Flood's like, the like one with, like, those tan spider-type things that run, right? It does. They're terrifying. They're like yeah. zombies, but yeah. they grapple to people's heads, and then they turn them into basically zombies. But, yeah, they, uh, hopefully that's gonna, they're, they're gonna be back into the game, because uh, the rumored is that this Halo ring is Zeta Halo, which is Installation 07, which, I guess, in the lore is the uh, ring where um, humans, where a lot of humans were kept by the uh, Forerunners. So, and they, like, tested on them with Flood. Like, the Flood were, like, they did scientific experiments on humans using the Flood. So, it would make sense if it is this ring for it to be that. Huh. See, I don't know that much lore about the campaign and stuff like that. I'm more... I, they, they did not show any multiplayer, unfortunately, which they talked about showing at the next conference thingy some, showcase. Yeah, a few people have hinted at it, but I don't <clears> think it's been confirmed. Yeah. But I think it will be in the next few months. But um, they've also announced that the flighting, uh, like the betas and stuff, there might not be any, so that's going to be a bad thing if they don't, if they're not able to do that. Yeah, because they yeah. had they had betas for all the other Halo games, and yeah. I played. I think I played Halo Four's multiplayer beta on my PC. Yeah, I was hoping for the game not to have Sprint and to have it be um, even more like the original game, but there is still Sprint in the game. But you could tell that it's a lot slower than the sprint in Halo 5 Guardians, and it looks a lot more, um, still more the slower paced of the original Halo, but you could still, in the first Halo, there's still a lot of mobility, but that's going to also be helped by the, um, the uh, whatever it's called, <laughs> oh my god, 
there's too many games that have it. The uh, what do you? I don't grappling know. Grappling hook. Oh, okay, I was like, I don't know what you're trying to think of. Yeah, I can't. I can't it's too late right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, other than the uh, graphics are probably the worst thing that people have been criticizing, but I kind of like the style of it because it's like Halo. Um, it's like Halo One art style and uh, but yeah it it looks really good in my opinion gameplay wise it's just the graphics are like they're not terrible in my opinion but they are a letdown because in my mind I was seeing it like the 2018 um, reveal trailer where it just looked gorgeous and I figured with it being on the Series X it would be just like one of those jaw dropping moments game uh, visually but the gameplay did have some jaw dropping moments for me mainly when they confirmed that there would be the um, grappling hook and the, really, the gameplay looked really smooth at the 60 FPS. And I rewatched the stream in 4K, and it looked a lot better. And then they even have a 4K trailer too. It's just a gameplay trailer that shows off the sword and even the battle rifle a little bit, and it looked amazing on the gameplay trailer. It looks a lot better visually. So hopefully, and also I guess it was on a four-month-old build too. So. So I mean, I mean, if it if worse comes to worse, I mean. They sacrificed some of the graphic power for more open world, yeah. And also, there was confusion, too. I thought that it was going to have four-player co-op on the same television, uh, couch co-op. But it's actually going to have only split-screen, two-player split-screen on um, couch co-op on Halo Infinite's campaign. But they haven't said anything about the multiplayer yet. But hopefully that's going to be four-player split-screen, or I'm going to be angry about that. Yeah, I mean... It's not Halo if you can't play it with your friends yeah. and get drunk. So I was gonna have all of us with the cast if I can get a Series X or even without or even on my Xbox One X, all of us play it. But that looks like it's not gonna happen. Or but maybe we could with if um, a few of us that don't have Xboxes got a um, controller and a clip for their phones, and when the um, X Cloud comes out in September, by the time of course November rolls around, it's probably when it comes out. Yeah. Have it where you can play it on your phone, and then you, two of you can be on phones and. I think that'd be really fun. Um, I think I don't think I have anything else to add about Halo right now. Yeah, um, other than, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be out on the PC too, and it's still going to be on Xbox One, and yeah, it's going to be on Game Pass, which is what I'm most excited for, because most of these games on this showcase, like after adding them all up, is like $1,000, but I'm getting them all for $15 a month, even though some of them are three or four <laughs> years from now. There's still going to be a bunch of games from here until then that are all going to be, you know, worth my time for that fifteen dollars a month, and hopefully they don't raise it. But they might. I mean, it if they just get rid depends. of Xbox Live Gold, like we're thinking, <clears throat> which I don't know if they will, because in the um, later on there's a trailer for a uh, um, expansion to um, what is it? The sequel to uh, Star. Oh, uh, um, Star. oh my god! Right <laughs> what is the it. name of that? Oh my god! Um, the Dreamcast game, <clears throat> Outer Worlds. It's <laughs> 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 wrong. Fantasy Star Online Two. Oh, well, I was thinking That's DLC. It. <laughs> it's gonna have a new world and new enemies, but um, that is gonna have um. <laughs> Shit, guys! I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Trailer for that. Um, had at the bottom that you it was Xbox Live Gold is required, and it was the only game during the whole showcase that said that. So I don't know for sure if they just had it in there so it wouldn't you know lose a surprise if they do get rid of gold. But 
but I hope that they do because it'll make things a lot better. Yeah, they really should if they're going to offer Game Pass and then Game Pass Ultimate, they should just get rid of gold. Yeah, and also the PC players for Game Pass and just normally don't have to pay for it, so why should console players anymore? But yeah, after they did the um, Halo Infinite, which was probably my favorite moment of the show, okay, still was um, they had a, a CGI trailer for State of Decay 3. And um, it didn't really have any concept of the game, really, other than there's going to be an- zombie animals. But that's the only thing I could really get out of it that wasn't just that the, the CGI looked pretty. But of course, that's not the game. So, well, I got a little bit more out of it. The world looks like it's going to be placed in a snowy setting yeah, rather true. than that, there's that. Yeah, so I'm guessing you're going to be more out in the boonies in this state of decay. <laughs> well, I mean, like it was nothing but a forest, so I'm thinking. You know, you're going to be out more outdoorsy, kind of like a Montana-ish setting where it's like big forest. Well, the other one was fairly rural. It's just like a little town, but... Yeah, this one but... maybe looks like it's more focused on single player, though, which I'll say that. Because all the other trailers have multiple people in the State of K1 and 2 trailers of the people, def- you know, surviving. But this is only one person, so maybe there'll be more solo player, just single yeah, player Yeah, I'm... It might be, it might, they might also play it down where it's, like, farther into, like, the infection and, like, and there's the less people, yeah, and there's less people that are, survive, so, that survived. I've and, only played the very beginning of each, <clears throat> one and two, and two is basically the first game, just with a bit better graphics, and overall gameplay was enhanced. I've but put hours broken into those. At, broken at launch. Yeah, I've like, put hours into them. I like them. They're, they, they take the games that I enjoy, which are the survivalist games, and, like, throw it into, like, a build-your-own base, fortify, yeah, stuff so like that. so hopefully the so. studio Undead Labs that creates <clears> it will, um, make it to where it's not as, a uh, bug, you know, bug-ridden at launch. So. <clears throat> Who knows? They, it's, they always put bugs out at launch, so. And then, um, what I was surprised by is, um, they, and I wasn't announced, surprised by the reveal, but they revealed Forza Motorsport next, and, um, I figured it was going to be revealed and be have gameplay and it'd be a launch title and everything, but actually it, they pre uh, Phil Spencer talked right before it and said that it's going to be a um, that they just started production on it, so. Yeah, he said it's early in development, but it's going to be said to be running at 4K 60 with, with ray, ray tracing. tracing, which is going to be insane. And <clears throat> the end game uh, that was captured in game, the game, the little the like, engine, yeah, they had. So. Um, if it looks similar to that, that would be insane, so. Yeah, it looked really good graphically. Um, I mean, all Forza games really do, especially in the Auto Vista mode and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to probably be, like, 30 FPS in, like, the, um... It always is 30 FPS in the, uh, like, replays and stuff in the menu. But, um, the ray tracing... People are wondering if... Um, Digital Foundry guys were wondering if it's not going to be on... Like, if it can just be 30 FPS, uh that ray tracing will be on or if it will be at 4k they never said so i guess we'll have to wait and see when they show more on it yeah and next they showed off the um rare game everwild which was revealed at xo19 last year and um it looks like it's uh it's like a breath of the wild-esque visually the game is but gameplay yeah yeah, gameplay wise i don't really know other than like you're building bonds with nature and like it's got I, some weird yeah. magic stuff. And the studio lady said they're <clears> still <throat> in the progress of like even coming up with what the gameplay entails. So, but they oh. basically have the um, the str- They they have they you know they know where it's going and they have it 
to where it's far enough in development that they're not going to just cancel it, I don't think, but... Well, actually, reading the more into it, it's actually, um... It's a world where people bring dead animals back to life, so it's kind of like they're the life bringers or whatever. It's, I don't know, it looked cool. I guess I'll have to, I guess I'll have to see more and... Yeah. But, um, this was one of the, uh... Well, Forza Motorsport was the first game. I guess you can say it was. The, at the bottom of the, uh, of, at the end of the trailer, at the bottom, they showed the platforms that it's for. And uh, Phil Spencer has said that most games for the next year or so are going to be both on Xbox One and on the Series X, so they don't leave Xbox One players behind. But those last three trailers we talked about, Forza, uh, Everwild, and State of Decay, all were Series X and PC only. So, and that means they're going to be at least two, two years off or even longer, maybe three or four for some of them. Yeah. And like most, and there's other trailers throughout it too that aren't. So, uh, they're, what they've, their promise is kind of falling flat with that. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. after, I was going to say after that, they showed off a, uh, kind of story driven game. Like they like to put out. Yeah. By Don't, Don't <clears throat> Nod, they're one of my favorite studios as of the last few years. They created Life is Strange, and I love both those games. See, I never played them. I can't. I can't. Yeah, do at story first driven. I was like, "This is." Um, well, I like. Well, that's like my favorite thing. Games is the story, but that was one of the things. At first, I was like, "Eh, it doesn't look that good." Like a girl, like a girly teen girl game, but but after I saw YouTubers play it, it looked really good. But um, <laughs> this is like a sp- not spinoff. I don't know for sure if it's in the same world or not. Universe. I think it's in a different one. It's like a whole new IP, actually, but it's exclusive for the Xbox One, the Series X, and PC. But it looked really good graphically, and it has a um, you're playing as twins who share a supernatural bond in up up in Alaska. And there's over three chapters that are going to be for it episodes, and the first episode comes out in August. So, um, according to this, it also explores social themes, including trans experiences. So. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what kind of story it's gonna be based on, but that's, huh? I wonder what all that's gonna be said about, especially with like the social themes part. Like I don't know. I don't really know what yeah, they're I'm gonna fine. try I and. I don't care either <clears throat> way. Um, and then after that, they went to um, Ori of the Will, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps Enhance, and it's gonna run at 120 FPS. I do not like this game. This game did not look good to me. What? Ori. I don't uh, like any of those games. They're really good. They're like some of the highest rated games on Xbox in the last few years. I just, I don't know. It's I don't this, like the whole platformer most type. Most of the um, people are saying that it's a, um, yeah, like the, a lot of games journalists are calling it one of the best games of the year, so. I just don't like the platformer style. Like, I don't like the, like, the side-scrolling mechanics and stuff like that. Mm. Well, that's what all games used to be, so... <laughs> well, I know. I just don't... I don't like it in this setting. I don't know how to explain it. Um, um, yeah, the 120 hertz is probably going to be crazy on a 2D... The game looks beautiful in its 2D um, art style, so that'll be crazy on 120 FPS. And um, then they went to a um, Outer Worlds DLC announcement called Peril on Gorgon, and that's coming September 9th. And it's coming to all the consoles. The PlayStation version, I don't know for sure if it's going to come to that. I'm guessing it will. But um, I haven't seen anything on that. And it looked alright. I liked. I played the first half of The Outer Worlds. And I kind of lost interest. And I haven't been back since. But I want to get back into it. Yeah, this is going to take you to a... Uh, 
an asteroid called Gorgon. Um, it's going to have new quests, weapons, armor, perks, and flaws. Um, it's going to be available to Game Pass subscribers, obviously. Um, yeah, everything in the showcase is going to be for Game Pass subscribers, so that's the biggest plus about it. Yeah. <clears throat> After that, they um, went to a new trailer for Grounded, and it was actually a pretty funny trailer where they um, pretty much... Uh, made fun of themselves because they say um, in the trailer the voiceover says that if you want to play the game of the year this is not the game and then it says play go play cyberpunk instead if you don't want to do that or you know if you want to have yeah. the game of the year game so they're making they know that there's, it's a smaller scale game because I'm pretty sure it's only being made by like 30 people or so out of the studio at um, Obsidian so which is what this pretty much this whole section of the showcase with the Outer Worlds and then Grounded is um, all Obsidian. So And then they have a new um, RPG after. But yeah, Grounded is pretty much like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie, <laughs> but the game. I was surprised they didn't go for the licensing for the name. Right. This game looked really cool. I like it. It's it has kinda... like Fortnite building type mm-hmm. looking type building in it. And it's already been out on Xbox One. I keep meaning to try it, but I forget to download it. But it looks pretty fun. The building reminds me of Rust. More than anything, because yeah. it's the same style. It's the action survival adventure, some a little bit of RPG elements, but it was just like a little side project, so they didn't really, you know, they wanted to change it up from what their typical game is. But then after that, they showed what I think is one of the coolest things of it, and um, it's another um, Obsidian game called Avowed, and um, it's going to be a full first-person RPG set in Eora, which is the land that Pillars of Eternity is set in. And um, it's pretty much going to be like an Elder Scrolls type game with um, spells. And the spells kind of look like a Doctor Strange type spell cast. And then, I don't know if it was gameplay or an engine, but if that's mm-hmm. what sim- if the game actually looks similar to that, then that would be insane. Because it looks great. Like the art design looks really cool in it. Yeah, I like the magic system in it, if that's how it's actually going to be. So it's going to be interesting to see when they show more on it. Yeah, I'm guessing that's going to be a 2023 or 2024 game because it just seems too early for them to have. I don't. <clears throat> they were acquired, I guess, a year two two years ago or so. So maybe they are probably a year into it because there's been three teams at Obsidian. So the smaller one that was making Grounded, the one that was finishing up Outer Worlds and doing its DLC, and then the main one of them after Outer Worlds, like all of them for the most part. Have converged on Avowed, I guess. So. I hope it's gonna. I if it is like Elder Scrolls experience, then I hope it has like character customization. Like oh, it will. Well, all Pillars that jazz, yeah. Crazy <clears throat> customization for an isometric type game. The next game that they announced, I am not. That game looked horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hand drawn and cool. The visuals of it are really cool, but I don't know how that's gonna. Like, I don't know what's gameplay or what's not. Or what the gameplay even is in the story. It looks cool. like a story flipboard type picture. Like, you know, where it's, it's like... It's like a comic book inspired. Yeah. I like the look of it and everything, but I just don't get what the gameplay is going to be. But it's um, a new studio that's creating it. It's a new studio called um, Interior Night. And um, it's one of the guys from Quantic Dream, or a few people from Quantic Dream. So it's gonna, the story's going to probably be good. But it's set in the American Southwest, and it's about... Um, like a 30 year like it goes through 30 years i guess a couple decades and uh, it's about a hostage situation so 
It kind of seemed kind of cool story-wise, but I just didn't like. I don't know. I hope that I hope that was just the trailer showing that off, and like gameplay is actually going to be a little bit more smooth and like nicer. But I don't no. know. We'll have to see. I guess. Um. After that, they went to um. They just talked about uh, Sinuous Saga Hellblade 2, and I wish they had actually showed at least saw, like a couple, even just like two or three seconds of the, her, her running or something like that, of just gameplay for even if it was like 10 seconds, just to show us what it looks like, because there's not really any game other than Halo that really had any gameplay, but um, all they really said about it is that it's going to be based on or set in Iceland, so. Yeah. I I didn't play the first one, but I saw that it got a lot of great reception. It did. Like I've played the beginning of the first, of the main of the original game, like the first four or five hours, and uh, I guess it's really a short game. I don't know how long I played of it, but um, I kind of got stuck at uh, like a boss battle. Uh, I'm guessing it's halfway through, but I'm not positive. But um, the gameplay and everything was good, and the graphics were insane. Yeah, that's what really caught my on the especially on the, um, the One X. Mm-hmm. On the on amazing. my PC, like or I'm sure it looks great on PC. I saw yeah. it on sale a couple of times and I just never picked it up. Yeah, and then um, after that they went to a, a Psychonauts two uh, gameplay trailer, and um, Jack Black was announced a few months ago. I think on his channel on Jablinski Games, which I watch, I think is where it was where um, he's going to be in the um, Psychonauts two in a part of it where he's. I guess he has a song that's going to be huh. in it. But they showed some gameplay while the song was playing. And the game still looks pretty good, and it's been pushed into 2021, though. And I've only really played the beginning of the first game, but I liked what I played of it. It was really unique and fun. Yeah, I've never played Psychonauts, so I can't really say anything. Yeah, it has a lot of humor. Yeah. And then after that, they went to a... Uh, uh, which is, I guess, pretty big news. I'm not really a Destiny 2 player, but there's still a lot of people out there, and it's still getting a little bit more um, players, I, I suspect. Anyways, I haven't been following it at all, but it's going to be coming to Game Pass in September, and it's going to give subscri subscribers of Game Pass the entire, um, you know, Destiny 2 is free. It's coming with all the expansions, which are like $40 each, and it's going to have on the Series X a 4K60 version, so... Well, yeah, <clears throat> um, i oh, sorry, I was just, I'm just trying to read a little bit ahead on this, uh, yeah, it's gonna come to Game Pass, um, in September, and then the expansion drops in November, and, uh, the standard edition will be included with Game Pass for an extra cost, so that's gonna be good, um, I haven't kept up on Destiny 2, I know it's gotten a lot better, I have it on my PC, I just played, yeah. like, the first mission, I haven't played a lot of it, yeah, but what I, I did play was smooth and nice, yeah. so... I, I think I, I had it on PS4, it came for, it was a plus game, I tried it then, I liked it, and somewhat, and then I got it on PC, switched it over to that, and I played a few hours of it, but my PC is older, so it was awful, once when I got into the bigger area, so I quit on that, and then I tried it on Google Stadia when I had the trial for that, and I got a, like, a couple hours more into it, but eh. I don't really care for it as much because it's all about the grinding and stuff. Yeah, when I played Destiny 1 when it first came out, and I once you hit the point where you had to grind for everything, I that's when it lost me. Yeah, and I don't like I don't I don't like games where you have the enemies are just bullet sponges and you're like like some of those events. And I don't even know if it's like that in the second game. In the first game, there was that one bo boss battle. It took us like 
six hours to get through. It was dumb. Like the giant orb or whatever? Or, yeah. Yeah. And a health bar from it. Like, I hate that. That's just dumb. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Yeah, I, th- I think that that was Bungie's fall from grace. Uh, Reach kind of was, in my opinion. Halo Reach, because it wasn't that good of a game in my in my books. But <laughs> that was, like, really bad, in my opinion. Destiny. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, I might try it again when it's on. It's going to be on Series X with all that uh, expansions. And then after that, they had what I thought was one of the coolest trailers, and it looked like kind of in-game footage. And of it's uh, Stalker 2, which I've played some bit of the first game, and I really liked it, but I think I got stuck. I have played... I own all Stalker games for PC. I've played every single one. I've played a couple like a couple hours of each one. Um, I like the setting of them. I like this, like the uh, survival part. Yeah, the base around Chernobyl is really <clears throat> cool. Yeah, and this will be the first time the Stalker series is coming onto something other than the PC. So yeah, yeah, and it's post-apocalyptic shooter. If you didn't know, and it's um, originally the original game was de- so most of like no, no most, but a good chunk of the developers after that first Stalker game. Um, Shadows of Chernobyl, I think, is what the subtitle is for it. I think so. Call of Chernobyl or something. Um, they went on to create the Metro game, so it does have a very similar tone and everything. And they both are set in Ru- you know, Russian uh, eight countries. And then, um, yeah, it just looks really good graphically if that's the end game. Which, I mean, if it is, then I, I'm sure it is because... The old Stalker games graphically weren't the best. They were okay, but they're not the best. Um, the modding community is really good for the games, though, so I'm hoping they re- that they keep the modding community open for Stalker 2 because yeah. they added quite a bit of cool stuff yeah, to them. Yeah, the first game has a lot of mods to pretty much fix all the problems with it. Yeah. Um, after that, they um, had a trailer for Warhammer 40K, uh, Dark Tide, and... Um, I've never played any of the Warhammer games. I know it's a what a board strategy board game. And yeah, in person it's a tabletop RPG game. In the games it's more like a third person kind of you play as like space marines and try and mm. kill stuff. I've only played one Warhammer yeah, game. Yeah, I have literally no idea what even the gameplay is like. <laughs> it's like third person like hack, not hack and slash or like shoot and stuff like that, but it's just kind of over the shoulder and you do missions and stuff, yeah. and yeah, it's a. This one is a four-player co-op game, and um, you have to um, go against hordes of enemies. And uh, the trailer had, I guess, what they're called Imperial Guardsmen, and they. Um, I don't know. They're just like fighting some weird aliens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the trailer just kind of like ended said, with I, them hearing. I don't, I don't even care. If, Oh things. no! The trailer ended with them seeing all the, like the thousands of those things in that area. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of remind me of the, the flood a little bit. For yeah, me. just a little bit. And then after that, they went to Tetris <laughs> Effect. I don't. I don't think I'll ever play this, but. Oh, I think I. I think I will. I like Tetris, and um, this game has a really cool like music scapes while you're playing the game. And originally it was a PS4 game, but this is like adding multiplayer to it. And it's going to be on Game Pass, of course, like all these other games. And, um, yeah, it's even have co-op. And um, it's basically like an expansion or update to the original game. And it's going to be this update, it's a, or version, is going to be exclusive to the Series X and PC. So, or, I don't know about PC, but... And, the, and it looks like it's going to be a launch title as well. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, about maybe half around the half of these are lunchtime. I yeah, I mean it's not. But uh, Phil Spencer said that at launch you're gonna have over a hundred games anyways due to Game Pass. So I mean it's you're still getting quite a bit of games and at launch. And then the thousands of game back compat library and all that. Yeah, so. That's my favorite thing, or going to be my most anticipated thing about the Series X is being able to play all my games even better than what they are in the One X. So, but um, after that, they announced the game, a game called The Gunk by the SteamWorld creators, um, Image and Form, and um, they have a new. Um, it's a 3D action game, and um, it's like a. It looks like you're solving puzzles, and there's like a vacuum. It reminds me a bit of um, Luigi's Mansion. I never played that. Well, um, like, that's just the vacuum. Oh, like the, the vacuum, vacuum uh, the You've function? Okay, that. yeah. Or it sucks up the ghost played, or whatever. I've never played uh, Luigi's Mansion, but I know the, the yeah, he has, like, a vacuum to suck up ghosts. It kind of reminds me of that, but you're, like, sucking up gunk, it looks like. Yeah, I don't really like know. I'm, I don't know what the gameplay on this is going to be like, other than... Well, it actually had some gameplay in it. <clears throat> Well, I meant, like, story-wise and stuff like that. Like, I don't understand what you're supposed to be doing. Other than cleaning up all this, you know, yeah. sticky black stuff that's everywhere. <laughs> and um, But after that, they were, uh, had another trailer and actually had gameplay for um, one of my most anticipated games in the series, like, soon it's a launch title, too, which is The Medium. Uh, this game looks awesome because there are two different realities that are being... Uh, Simultaneously yeah. rendered. And this is pretty much the game that's showing off the SSD, much like Ratchet and Clank was for the PlayStation. This is like the only really showcase for the Series X in the SSD department, or even really gameplay during this whole presentation. Graphics look insane, and then it's able to render both those is crazy. Yeah, them showing the fact that it was rendering both of them at the same time, and like how you can seamlessly transfer in between them, it was so cool. This yeah. Is- this is going to be one of my most anticipated games as well. Yeah, it looked a lot like... Um, it's basically a, a Silent Hill, but instead of the game leading you into between the worlds, you're still you know, manually changing it yourself. So that's the crazy thing. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And then we talked about this earlier with the Fantasy Star Online 2, a new Genesis expansion. They had a trailer for that, and it showed gameplay in it. I've never played the games, but it looks pretty fun. I've never out. played. I've never it, played Fantasy Star either. It's a. It's yeah. It's a form it of JRPG. It's like hack and slash slash JRPG. I think they're pretty good. I mean, eh, I don't know. Like I've played one on 360. I think, and it was it was all right. I just couldn't get into it because I was younger back then. But nowadays, I feel like I could appreciate it a little bit better. I mean, it doesn't come out till 2021, so there's Little time. Expansion, but they do have the beta, <clears throat> or it's the closed beta on the Xbox One, but. Yeah. After that, um, they went to Crossfire X. They showed off that they're going to... I think they've already announced that they're going to have this campaign. Yeah, they did, but this is like the first time seeing gameplay, maybe. It looks more like just like the story cutscenes, a cinematic trailer. But um, it's made by um, the Alan Wake Studio Remedy, so it looks like it could be a pretty good story um, added if, on to that online shooter. If, yeah, I was going to say, if it's anything like... If the multiplayer is anything like what it is on PC, um, it's it's really competitive, and it's, it's like what China's like. Or... <clears throat> it's China's Counter Strike, basically. Yeah, like I tried playing it after playing Counter Strike for like six years, 
and I tried Crossfire, I can't. I get I I get so upset. The people are so much better on that game. It's insane. Well, yeah, but at least the single player, you wouldn't have to deal with that. And hopefully it's like a good eight-hour-long campaign instead of like a Call of Duty four to six-hour one. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do a campaign for this game. That's going to be interesting. Because yeah. like it's been an online competitive shooter for this long and how they're going to implement a... Uh, yeah, campaign into it would be weird. No, one of the characters looked like a, a scan, like his actor. Um, I can't remember who it is, but it looks a lot like an actor I've seen before that was scanned into the game. It looks like, or at least it just looked like him. But I can't remember who the actor's name was. But um, then finally, after all these rumors mm. for like the last like three years, Fable was finally announced. This is the game that I want now, but I have to wait forever to get. Because Fable is my, like, it's probably one of my favorite RPGs ever. Like, Yeah, Fable 2 is a classic. Yeah, I think playing the original Fable and then playing Fable 2 was, like, a huge jump. And, like, Fable, I played, well, okay, I played Fable 2 first and then I played the original Fable after falling in love with Fable 2. And then Fable 3 came out and it was, eh, it wasn't as good. I feel like Fable 2 is the... Fable I would point people to if I were to recommend yeah, a series. Um, Fable 1's alright, and then Fable 3 kind of tanked the series. So I'm hoping that the new Fable is like a reboot because it well, kind of... Yeah, but like, the I don't know. The, uh, it looked like it showed Albion in the background again, and uh, I'm hoping it, it looks more... What, what did I say? Modern, kind of. Not mm. modern, but you know, it's more advanced. It's still, well, of course. <laughs> it just looks more... Um, the fantasy looks to be maybe a bit more than the older games. Like, I don't due to the fairy being, in the I don't beginning, really remember there being fairies in the old. In the old no, game. I don't think there's been fairies in any of them. But uh, they still have the trademark British humor, so that's the good thing. The one thing we didn't see in this though was the chicken. So I'm wondering if they're replacing the chicken with fairies. What the chicken? Every fable well, game yeah, starts off with the chicken. Have... Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I know you can kick them, but. You've really you've never paid attention like the intros to every fable has it follows that like a random oh, chicken. I guess yeah, it does. It that's does. what I feel like, and something ends up happening to the chicken. I feel like I that's yeah. I was gonna say I feel like that's what the fairy's gonna be. Is kind of the new take on the humor. <laughs> but yeah, um, going back a minute to the um, Halo Infinite uh, gameplay premiere demo is um uh what was I gonna say about it. Um. Um. Next, we're gonna uh, talk about the possibility of well, it's not really a possibility because it was announced. Um, G four in some capacity. I doubt television. The T. It used to be a TV channel. Is coming back. So, I uh, hopefully it will because we and um. Me and Swizzle here, we would, um, that's how we would watch E3 for like a decade. <laughs> that's how I used to get all my gaming news, actually, is yep. watching X that, play. I would have IGN and a few things on like my early smartphone or on my um, desktop with websites like um, Cheat Code Central and Games Radar. Yeah, and. Mine. Oh, God, I remember all the cheat code guides and stuff like that, books. Yeah. And... But, um,. I love, that's usually when I watched G4 the most was during its um, E3 segments. But um, I remember when we first got cable, like that type of cable where it had all the channels. Um, 
when I found out that channel existed, I freaked out because it's a you know, dedicated. It was a dedicated gaming channel from like 2002 to 2014 when it shut down. But um, there's two like really good shows on there, and my favorite one on there was X Play, which is pretty much where they did all the reviews for the games. And Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb were amazing uh, commentators for it, and they had really good personalities. Yeah, I think my favorite two shows on there is definitely X Play, and then. Attack of the show. Yeah, with Kevin Pereira and yeah. Olivia Munn. And that's where Olivia Munn pretty much got her career jump-started from. Yeah, they, and it was funny, too. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, oh, who cares about game reviews. It was like comedy and stuff like that, too, so it was really I good. I did have the Golden Mullet Awards for the worst games of the year. Because <laughs> of uh, that all came from the Aquaman game that was just terrible back in, like, 2005, around there. Oh, my Maybe God. before that. It was an awful game. But I remember watching re- reviews of, um, like, I think even Halo 2 reviews, one of the first reviews I saw in there, because it was around 2004 when we got a um, got that cable, got digital cable, that's what they call it. <laughs> and um, it's been so long since I've had TV. But it looks like it's going to probably come back in a non-TV uh, fashion, probably like a, um, either through, because NBC Universal owns them. So that's... Um, they just launched their Peacock streaming service, their TV streaming service. And um, it's either going to be like a channel on there or they're going to have all the shows on there or they're going to... They might they wouldn't surprise me if they, all that they did was just re-upload all the episodes of the old shows and leave it at that. But At least I they're not going to be doing reruns do of Cops 24-7 now. Yeah, that was notorious near the end. <laughs> it was awful. But yeah, it's probably going to have like eSports stuff brought back on, on whatever it, capacity it is. Um, and they're going to probably still have gaming news. But it's going to probably either be made of like YouTubers, is my guess, or new people they've never had before. I don't know. Does does Adam Sessler still do Sessler Soapbox? No, that was no? years okay. ago. That was when he would join... Uh, uh, so Rev, Rooster? Oh, no, it was no. Rev... Uh, something oh yeah yeah yeah. it's some weird name rev three or something yeah. like that yeah um i love him he's one of my favorite gaming commentators because he um he really defends games too because he was like in the er- mid eh, late 20 i guess early 2010s they had a, a bill against um trying to get m-rated games to where people under 17 couldn't even buy them like at all and uh, you know it's fed trying to make it federally mandated and he was always standing up for it. And he was he went on Fox News and literally was yell in a yelling match with one of the guys on there who was saying that video games would be banned and blah blah blah. And he was defending the art form, so he's always been one of my favorite people. And he's always like his reviews on X Play were always like really good reviews, and they were funny. Like he yeah, had and his, I love his voice too. Yeah, he's got that soothing like. And then Morgan Webb also had a good voice too. Yeah, she was pretty informative too. She was, she wasn't as funny. She was more on the kind of you know like serious slash casual side. But yeah, and they had another show back when cheat codes were popular. Cheat, uh, what was that called? Che- Not cheaters because cheaters was yeah, another cheaters show. Cheaters was the one show. Cheaters was another show that they. I had don't remember what they called that one. That they just rerun on. I want to say it's like cheat. Cheats is all it was called. I, I think. I don't know. It's, yeah, it was something cheat. just. I think it's just called cheat. Yeah, it was cheat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember the woman's name, but she was got really popular for a while there too, in the late early 2010s when they sh- shut down the 
the channel. They a lot of them, everyone pretty much went on their separate ways, and of course Olivia Munn got semi-famous. So, uh, Olivia Munn. But yeah, <sighs> who's, who knows what capacity it'll be in? But I love that channel, and it's bringing back a lot of memories seeing all this um, stuff about it coming back. So, and they, I like what they did for the. They had like a teaser trailer for it. And, the um, pong thing, the pong thing, yeah. because the very first day of G four when it launched in two thousand, when it originally it was called Tech TV, and then they changed it to G four, and when they changed it, they literally had a game of pong. I think for the very first day, it was just a whole a game of pong, just the, the entire first day of broadcasting. They had <laughs> nothing else on, so it was kind of saying like, oh, even when it went away, they were still playing it because it said at the end, we've still been playing this whole time. <laughs> I I hope it caught, like I hope they bring back X Play and stuff like I miss those shows. Yeah, and um, I like their rating system. They're five out of five. Yeah, it's a simple rating system, but they make it really like. I think at the end too, they bought point fives and stuff. Yeah, like, that like it, four so point five, five, three point. Yeah, they might even went even per each number, like four point one and stuff like that. No, um, did. someone did that. Games Radar does that. They do the don't they? I don't. Remember. I don't remember who does it. <laughs> um, but uh, in another topic, uh, there's the call. The this year's Call of Duty game has not been teased hardly at all or anything. There was a few leaks on the Xbox Store, like there was a, a demo or a beta for something called the Red Door that people found, and they were able to install it, but it never like launched or anything. But it was connected to a listing for Black Ops, and that's all it said was Black Ops, and you load up the screen, but. Um, I think today or yesterday there was a um, someone snapped a picture of a Doritos bag and it had like a double XP thing for a game called uh, Black Ops Cold War. So that that's pretty much been confirmed with that. Which means we get more game fuel. <laughs> well, hopefully the well, Mountain Dew is maybe the people who make Doritos. So yeah, hopefully they will have that along with it. And they're also having a monster. Um, oh yeah, Halo Infinite was also someone took a picture of. Before they had it out all the way, but uh, I hope they don't go over the top. If it is in the Cold War, I hope they don't like bring yeah, too much tech into it. They're saying it's just like a Modern Warfare. Um, Twenty nineteen was a reboot of the Modern Warfare trilogy or series. Um, this is gonna be like the same thing. I think it might continue the story, but I doubt it. I think they're kind of saying everything that happened in the Black Ops originally games or like this one. They might have returning characters. Like I bet um, Mason. Um, I can't remember his last name, but the main character of it, of the first game, he'll probably be in there, like a different character. Mm, Yeah. And some of the other characters. I can't remember their names, but... Yeah, I cannot remember any of their names. It's one of my favorite stories was the first and the second games, but I don't like three and four and five, or four, four. They have so many of them, I don't... The only name I remember from that whole series is Soap. That's it. And that was was Modern Warfare, Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, hopefully it'll be a return to form for Black Ops and be, yeah, only set in the 70s, 80s, maybe, just during the Cold War, so. Yeah, um, another, I guess it's not really a game, but some people call it, I call it a game, because it technically is one, but uh, Flight Simulator uh, 2020 was ha- has got a release date, finally. So, um, it was on beta for months, on um, closed beta you could get invited to, but... <laughs> Uh, we really love flight simulators. Me and Swizzle do. <laughs> I like any type of simulator. Truck sim, like farming sim, flight sim. Like. Yep. And I remember us, uh, I had window. Uh, my grandpa for Christmas got me, it was like 2003 or something like that, maybe even later. He got me um, 
uh, Flight Simulator 98 or 95, and we would just fly around in there and mess around and crash planes everywhere. <laughs> but um, they, uh, the new one looks amazing. It's one of the biggest tech pieces I've ever seen in my life. Like every single element to it, from the simulation of the plane itself to the weather, the, the dynamic real-time weather, and like wherever location it is, it's gonna always pull data from the um, Bing Maps and stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. The and all the um, uh, the build the cloud stuff is gonna be. Yeah, cool. the dynamic weather clouds and stuff looks literally like real life. Like some of the pictures. I can't even differentiate between real life and fake. And they use um, the cloud servers to mm -hmm. build all the buildings. Yeah, for basically. all the buildings but and the, stuff. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah, and then they have actually, there are some cities where they completely went in and had people model the city to make it look a lot better and be, you know, as more high rate. Yeah. Like New York City is going to probably look pretty much like the real life one for the big buildings. I'm but, super um, excited for that game. Yeah, it's crazy. There's an the animals. There's people walking around in the airports for the um, whatever they're called the ba the baggage people. There's even a baggage truck that comes out to load your plane, and they even have the um, when you're the whatever the docking thing. Oh, so they added that to this one. Like you can pull up, and there'll be a tow <clears throat> thing that'll bring you up to that's like cool. In real life. Okay, so because um, there's a mod for Flight Sim 10, which is uh it's an online thing and they added all that stuff and the trucks would actually come out to your plane. Yeah. You'd have to taxi. You, yeah. yeah it pulls you into the uh, docking thing and then the docking thing where people walk in, I yep. what they call it. Um, that comes out and attaches to the plane. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it's just all like, that's cool. Details. I'm glad they're adding that finally. Cause it was a, it was a mod before that you had to download and like put into the source files yeah. and crap. Yeah. But yeah, it has, um, from there, uh, press release it has vivid and detailed landscapes and it says there's over 1.5 billion buildings mm. 2 trillion trees mountains roads rivers and more my poor computer it, right well most of that it's a good thing about their cloud servers yeah. almost all <laughs> that's being built up and rendered by that you know your graphics card's the only thing that's it's just showing the details of it and the mm -hmm. textures it's not you know formulating all the stuff and um it says a living world is going to have yeah um Live traffic, so yeah, even live traffic, and then real-time weather and animals. That's so cool. I am so excited. Yeah, highly detailed aircraft. Every aircraft includes highly detailed and accurate <laughs> cockpits with realistic instrumentation. Okay, so on that topic, if you've ever played Flight Sim 10 and you do the cockpit view, and you know how you can touch the some of the buttons on the panels. Yeah, I'm I hoping. Most, I think they already said that all of them do. Okay, good because I was really hoping that they finally put an HD cockpit like they're doing and you can actually touch and mess with every single button in there. Yep. Like, that's what I really want. And then they're going to have a new checklist system. From pro to beginner, you can scale your level from full manual to full assist with interactive and highlighted instrument guidance and checklist. Like pre-flight stuff? and yep. so, Oh, that's so cool. It's all built in. Oh, yep. it's so nice. The, yeah, I watched the interview. One of the devs said <clears throat> you can either just play the game and it'll just put you on a, in a plane and Rough. it's already turned on and everything and you can just go or you can, or you can have it where it's sitting all the way at either like in a hangar or it's sitting uh. by the 
um, terminal, and then you have to do the whole thing yourself. That's so cool. I used to do that. I used to do. I, pretend, I, I used to pretend because I wouldn't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, so, I used to. Well, I downloaded uh, flight manuals online, and I used to do the pre checklist with those, and that was fun when I had double monitors when I lived at home. Yeah, and um, it says that the new weather engine enables users to switch on the live weather mode to experience real time weather, including accurate wind speed and direction, temperature, humidity, rain, and more. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, and even all that stuff, then, like, the rain will affect the the wipers on the plane, like, Ugh. how fast you're going. If you're going really fast, the streaks of the water will be more Ugh. or less, depending on the speed of your plane. God, this game is going to be so good. And I'm so excited. And what the shape of the plane is, everything. There's even all the, the wind is calculated perfectly for the... Um, the wings, the wingspans, and all that. So it actually has realistic flexing of the wings and all that. Don't they have like two or three different versions too? Yeah, um, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, then they also have a new day and light, day and night engine, where you can, um, where it will, uh, yeah, be any time of day or year, following allowing for VFR visual flight rules or navigation. It's not, you know, it's like a navigation system. Oh, okay. Or the or you know VFR where you look and see like by landmarks and say oh this like that's the Empire State Building so I know I'm going north or I know uh, I'm okay. going south or I know where I'm at type of thing. Right. Because that's how they usually that's what most people like fly on short flights if they're just like a you know personal flight. But um, there's also a state of the art physics engine with over a thousand control services per plane to allow for a truly realistic experience. That's wild. That is so wild. Yeah, and then they have uh, yeah the three different versions <laughs> of of the game to pre-order, and um, I can't remember what they are exactly. What I rem I know I'm going for the eighty dollar one, the top one. I think it's eighty, or it was a hundred. I don't remember. I just remember it comes with like more planes and s airports. I think. <clears throat> but I'm not entirely sure what it came with. I just know that I'm probably going to get that one because I don't really want the basic version. Yeah, it has... Um, I think, uh, yeah, the so standard has yeah 20 highly detailed planes and flight models and 30 handcrafted airports for the $60 or for the Game Pass version. Then there's the Deluxe for $89.99. That has five additional air crane, air, air, <laughs> air, airplanes, air, I was going to say air, <laughs> air, whatever the hell they're called, airplanes and unique flight models and five additional handcrafted international airports. And then the premium deluxe is $119.99. Mm. And that's going to have 10 highly accurate planes with unique flight models and 10 additional mm. handcrafted international airports. That's the one I'm getting. I'm I'm yes. If if you're saying this dude's really gonna drop $120 on a flying game, yeah, I am. I have a yoke for it still. Damn straight, I'm gonna drop $120 for it. Yeah, I, it might work on my PC. <clears throat> I'm gonna, at least it's through Game Pass, so I can try it. But uh, this is a minimum requirements is a um, Ryzen three from the AMD side, and I don't even I'm not even on Ryzen yet. So it probably won't work. Cause it's not even the same architecture. I think I have but a seven. If mine does, because usually it will bring up that pop up and say, "Oh, that your CPU isn't strong enough." But you can usually go on to play with it, mm -hmm. and hopefully it'll at least like run at like thirty FPS, so I can at least play it just to see what it's like until I get a new PC or until they have the Series X launch for the game, which 
there's no release window on that yet. So I'm sure it'll come out early next year. Maybe this uh, holiday. When does it... It comes out in August, right? August 18th is when the game will release. <sighs> oh, man. I need to pay my internet off because that's a big download. I don't even know if I have enough memory on my computer left. It's fine. I can delete some games. I'm not really worried about that. <clears throat> but yeah, I, don't, I, I haven't used my yoke since uh, Flight Sim 10 on my other computer when I had that. Yeah. So it'll be cool to break that out again and see what it's like to fly. Yeah. On our um, next game we wanted to talk about, I think we've talked about it before. It's like The Sims. Mm-hmm. It's called Paralyze, and um, they've been adding, updating on, you know, talking about the updates that they've done with the game on uh, social media, and um, the game's still probably a couple of years away before the, or even the early access version releases, but there's a new, uh, well, they're, they're calling them Paras instead of Sims. The community actually voted on the name for the uh, people in the game, but... Um, Parafolk, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a new one that they've showed off that they're um, they've already made a female character that they sh- used to show the <laughs> character creator, and then there's this new one that kind of shows a bit more of the character customization plus more of what you can do in the actual gameplay for the first time. And um, there's like body facial hair customization, tattoos, and um, just a hair. bunch of different little things you can do mm-hmm. to to them. Yeah, they, there's a new character called Sebastian. There. It looks like these characters might be, like, a base house when you, you know, like, there's the newbies in The Sims 1. Yeah. That are pre-made. It's going to probably be a pre-made family in the game when it comes out. I, well, I don't know. They might, oh, well, yeah, definitely going to be, like, a pre-made, like, kind of, uh, people that live in the neighborhood already before you move in. Yeah, or you can yeah. Select, just, you, you know, if you don't have to create your, if you don't, like, oh, I don't want to create a new house, I just want to mm-hmm. click on this family and play them, I bet they'll have that. Well, what made this cool was um, it, it not only showcased the male aspect of the paras, but it also kind of hinted at, like, the children's side because it showed a uh, kid drawing on the fridge. There were yeah. uh, there's speculation that when you move, you have to actually load your stuff into boxes because there's a bunch of boxes around, and it looks like you could fit stuff into them and stuff. Yep, and so. there's the all important color wheel that was missing from sims 4 that the sims 3 mm-hmm. had but this one on this game has uh where you can like the body here you can make it lime green i guess <laughs> and whatever color you want and um yeah the crazy thing about that game is you can place any item anywhere and you can just like resize it so if you like this couch if you like place a couch and like oh this couch just looks a little too small i want to make it bigger you just click and drag it yeah, I it. I like the build mode in this game. It looks really good. The day night's gonna be nice. The seasons, I think, I think that's the last time we talked about is when they released yeah, the, the day seasons night. Update yeah, or the community update for that. <clears throat> and I I feel like this game, like I say every time we talk about this game, is what The Sims needs to actually reboot. Or I think it's what EA needs to realize that they're not the only dogs on the market anymore for that type of game. Yeah, and they know about this game, but I think this game's going to sneak up and take... It's not, I don't think it's going to be like a massive thing like The Sims was, but a lot of Sims players like us that are tired of EA's bowl with 30, <laughs> $40 expansions that add like 10 objects and like one big feature that should be there at the base game mm-hmm. anymore. And like, then, for God's I sake, Sims 4 didn't have toddlers. Yeah, like, what lunch, is that? Or pools? Or yeah, like what? Broken mess. <laughs> like what is that? Why would you take and that? There's out? still a bunch of Sims fans that really 
really need to realize that are still like completely for this EA. <laughs> like they, you, you can even like we're in a couple groups, and if you <laughs> post anything about Paralives, they delete it and they get all mad. <clears throat> or if you talk down on Sims Four, they get really mad and they uh, the admin will physically remove the post herself, and it's just it's a mess. None of them realize how bad the game is. They th- like when the knitting pack got announced, and me and him saw. And there's in the a groups. bunch of them celebrating, saying it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and there's not like... even f- f- there's not even cars in the game. The shit. Uh... The Sims Two had cars with I think the apartment. No, it was like the nightlife. Yeah, the second, ex- yeah. the very first expansion for the game, like a couple months after the game came out, had cars. <laughs> Sims Three had a built-in, and even in Sims Four, there's cars driving around on the road, but. What the hell is it? Yeah, Sims. I forgot Sims Three had it built in, and then they when they released um, the city pack. Uh, what's it called? Uh, they they added a fast lane which had all the cars. That yeah, that too. But they also when they brought the um, oh, the big city the, the city town. I know what you're saying. The yeah, city that, that pack. Update. Yeah, they also brought more cars with They're that pretty. too. Yeah. Which was cool. I miss. I love Sims Three. I will always love Sims Three. It's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, this is basically the Sims Three on steroids. With yeah, a little more cartoony. But I kind of wish it was a little more realistic looking. But that's my only real criticism. Is the graphics are still not. Eh, it's the I don't style. know. I be more realistic, but it is really early in development. It looks so, really so. good though. When they showed the uh, day night cycle, the like it looked really good. So I think it'll work out. I think I have to actually physically play it. And see what it's gonna run like before I start. Yeah, um, it'll be a year and a half, two years. For no, that. I don't know. It's on Steam Early Access, so I'm thinking maybe the beginning of next year they're gonna have it, an early beta or like an early out pre-alpha stage thrown up. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'm a, um, I'm on their Patreon, so um, I get the updates a bit early and um, supporting them, and I think I'm in the tier where my name will be in the game's credits. So if I keep paying for it, that is. And I think I will, because I think supporting them is really important. I've yeah. never really supported a game through Patreon before, <laughs> or through any any of those. I think I did one for things. Green uh, uh, Kickstarter, and I pledged, like, $2 just to, like, give them, like, hey, you know, I like what you're doing. I don't remember what it was, though, but it was something I was really interested in. Yep. Escape from Tarkov, that's it. And then, the, or no, I, that's the only game I've ever backed, I lied. Escape from Tarkov, because I got, um, like, three copies, I got four copies, gave them to my friend, like, some of my uh, streamer friends, and then I played it, and I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know why people love that game, it's just, it's cool, because you, you risk losing all the crap that you collect, but I didn't like it. I played it for, like, days, and I'm just like, nah, I can't get into this. I guess it's more fun with friends, but yeah. I don't have that many friends that play Escape from Tarkov, so. But, um, <laughs> there's one other thing I was gonna, oh yeah, um, we're gonna, uh, run through the, um, releases, the game's releasing next month. So yeah, um, we're gonna go through the August releases, but um, there's still it's today is the 27th, but of July, but um, there is one or two games that are coming out still this month. That we'll, we'll talk about real fast, and that is uh, Destroy All Humans remake, um, which I'm really excited for. I I love the first game or the second game. I actually I've never played, but the beginning of the first game, so I can't wait to play that. And then on the 28th, 
Um, there's going to be Skater XL's release for P- PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. And um, also Destroy All Humans is going to be on PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, PC. And then um, also on um, Xbox One, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is going to be re- being released. And then um, for the next month in August, and I'm just going to go through the bigger games that I know of here. Um, Brawl Hall is going to have its iOS on Android. I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, uh, I've played a little bit of it on the PC, and it it's is a fun. good time killer. Yeah, and that's you know there's no Smash Brothers on the PC, so unless you have an emulator, but yeah, <laughs> so that looks pretty cool. And uh, then there's gonna have the Fast and Furious Crossroads game, which I don't like. They revealed that during the VGAs, and it looks pretty bad. It's made by the it's made by Slightly Mad Studios, who make um, another game that's coming out next month, which is a uh, Project Cars 3. Huh. It's the same developer. They've been making racing games for years. I don't remember seeing anything on the Fast and the Furious Yeah, it thing. was it was at the very end of the Game Awards of 2019. I do not remember the VGAs of 2019. Vin that's... Diesel came out, and so did the girl that's been in the series, mm-hmm. and they talked about it. It looks... it's It doesn't look good at all, but that comes out, supposedly. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't know for sure if it's been moved or not. But that's coming out on the PS4, Xbox One, PC on August 7th. The Horizon Zero Dawn PC version is coming out August 7th as well. Ooh. And that should run on my PC. And uh, I love that game on the PS4. It's like the main reason I bought a PS4. And that's one of the main reasons I'm going to buy a PS5 whenever that game comes out for the sequel. But the PC version has widescreen support and um, higher frame rates, of course. And, I gotta um, get internet so I can play it. It's a really good. <laughs> has, it's supposed to have a really good benchmarking tool, like one of the most in-depth ones I've ever seen. Huh. So that should be really cool. And um, that's the seventh of August. And then UFC four comes out for the PS4 and Xbox One on August fourteenth. And hopefully they make the um, UFC four a little bit easier than the UFC three because it's all I played all of them just like the beginning of them. And they started to get real, like the very first fight, I couldn't even beat at all. Even after they told me all, like all the stuff you're supposed to do in the game, or for the controls of the game, I couldn't ever get it down. Didn't they switch from, I can't remember, did they switch from buttons? was made by THQ mm-hmm. making those, and those were like the best fighting games yeah. I've ever played that were realistic fighting games. I love that game. And then, um, the, yeah, then EA Sports has taken over, and they've made it a lot more hard, like it's more difficult but I guess the people that like, you know, that know how to use it, it's probably really in-depth. But for mm-hmm. beginners, I can't wrap my head around it. And, uh, yeah, it's the 14th. And then we talked about Flight Simulator is on the 18th already. And then um, Pathfinder Kingmaker is going to be on the PS4 Xbox One on August 18th as well. And then a game I'm excited about, because I love the sport of golf, is uh, PGA Tour 2K21. And that comes out on the PS4, the Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC on the 21st. Oh, that comes out on Switch? I didn't huh. actually know that till till just now, and um, but yeah, we used to love to do the character creator <laughs> on Tiger Woods PGA Get Tour like oh nine. We change his voice. And make we would make yeah, possible. we made the most hideous characters that you could possibly make in a Tiger like, Woods. Get game. In the fairway. Oh my god, Get his voice fairway. was amazing. God, and then I made Chad Kroger in Madden. <laughs> and then there's that uh, Descenders game coming out on the 25th, the next day, which is that um, it's like the downhill uh, bike. Oh, that's game. on PC. Yeah, it's already been also on uh, consoles, but yeah. I didn't know that it's actually not been had a full release yet. 
And then um, I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad for a game like that. Insurgency Sandstorm is gonna have its console release on August twenty fifth oh, as well. Wow. Which I didn't know that there is even coming. To, yeah, coming I didn't to even the know that was coming to the console. And Jump Force for the Switch comes out August twenty eighth. Uh, Madden NFL twenty one comes out the same day, and that's on going to be on the next gen consoles: PS four, Xbox One, Stadia, PC, and. Um, it doesn't really look like they're having any other like really good enhancements to the game other than the graphics on the That's not going to be on Switch? No, they're not. <sighs> Remember, EA doesn't really like the Switch, but they're starting to support it now again with <clears throat> um, things like the Burnout. And yeah. The Hot I mean, they could put FIFA on there. I just wish they'd put Madden, too. I feel like that would... I think they see that most people, like... <laughs> That man's you know marketed towards like the twenty to thirty ultimate, year old guys, yeah, and, the and most of those team. guys are going to be on the Xbox or PlayStation. That's true. The Switch is more you know overall, and also it's not as powerful, so maybe that's why. That's true. Know. Yeah. And then yeah, Project Cars Three, as I stated before, comes out on the twenty eighth on the PS Four, Xbox One, and PC. Which um, at first I was really excited for, but um, the trailers afterwards have shown that it's went from being more on the... It's originally was supposed to be a really good middle ground between simulation racing and arcade racing, but now it's basically just an arcade racer. It looks really bad gameplay-wise. Mm, that sucks. Like, it, it really makes me sad because I love Project Cars 2, and it's like... It's that perfect... Like, I like a set of Corsa 2 on PC, but that's way too difficult, and that Project Cars 3... Um, or two has that good middle ground, and then like Forza and all that on the PC isn't you know it's yeah too arcadey. But yeah, Project Cars Three looks even more arcadey than the Forza games do. So yikes, I think that's kind of sad. But hopefully it'll be better than what it looks like. Anyways, <laughs> and the Wasteland Three comes out on the um, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the twenty eighth, and oh, that Descenders game also has a Switch port on the thirty first. Oh, cool. I might get that, too. I need to start enhancing my Switch library. I just have Animal Crossing. And I don't even play that that often anymore, which sucks because... Yeah, I play it every day for all my... Uh, like, today I bought my turnips. They're actually pretty cheap. 91 yeah, I haven't, I haven't played in a while. <laughs> I've, been, I've been focusing more on, like, my PC. Uh, and, like, that's about it. <laughs> Didn't you say you are playing uh, Farming Sim before you came? Yep, I've been playing Farming Sim for the last, like, two weeks, and it's just addicting again, so, like, it's just nice to... I'm in the boring stages again where I have to wait for all my crops to grow, so I'm kind of trying to figure out what to buy in the meantime or what projects I can start up. Yeah, I've been... Uh, <clears throat> uh, Game-wise, like I said, every morning I play Animal Crossing for to get my chores done in the game, and then... Uh, I've still been playing the Halo games a little bit, and I'm going to start to play Halo Wars 2 to kind of bridge the gap of the story. And that also brings me back. I was going to talk about in Halo um, that one of the things I was really hoping for is that they wouldn't have you to have to read all these, like, like on Halo 5, to understand, like, half the story, you had to have read, like, two or three comic books, an actual novel. You had to watch a podcast. You had to... um watch the TV show, you had to, um, you know, read all the lore and stuff. And yeah. it made the game really confusing, because I didn't, I had no idea, who, no idea who, um, I think, I think I'll, I can't even remember the names, that's how I don't even care about those <laughs> characters. Blue Team, I think, and it's like, that's Master Chief's 
people that they kind of retconned, like, original, like, they weren't even really, they were in the older Fall of Reach book, but then that was kind of retconned with Halo Reach, and then, uh, it's just confusing, but thankfully with Halo Infinite, it's, since it's gonna be like a spiritual reboot, is what it's supposed to be, so it's gonna have that feeling, you know, how it has that feeling in the look of Halo 1, and mm-hmm. then also has, like, parts of each Halo game, I guess, are supposed to be, like, that's how they got the influence of each game, is like a big mosh together. Yeah. Of all the games in one. and uh, But yeah, you don't need to know any of the story coming in like the first game. Because in the first game in Halo 1, you are thrust into the middle of a galactic war that's had, of course, hundreds of years of history before it. And then all the stuff that's came after it. But you don't in the first game, you don't need to know, you know, the game itself is a self-contained story. But then if you want to get into it, you can, into all the details. Yeah. But all the, you know, you can still, makes all sense, but... They've um, said the infinite year is going to be like a clean slate, the first game. So it's going to, uh, I guess they're going to have things that are referencing Halo 5 and what happens at the end of that game with Cortana. But they haven't really said in much details, of course. But hopefully it'll be not as uh, reliant. They already said it's not going to be as reliant on previous media at all. So they can have new players jump in and enjoy the Halo games without having to worry about knowing who the banished are. Or any of the other characters in Halo Wars 2 or, fi- or Halo 5. so That's good. But yeah, I want to get into Halo Wars 2 just because I am on the lore side of things. I like to get a little bit deeper in. So I'm going to play that so I can get all the Halo games played. Because that's the only game I've not finished of Halo. So, But yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't think I've been playing anything else. Um, I've been doing a bunch of my schoolwork and crap on my other free time. So... Um, yeah, farming sims practically taking up all my time, I think, so. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't remember if they had a, um, or they did have, like, a, a pre-show before that with Jeff Keeley, but it wasn't very good at all. Yeah, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything else I need to add to all the, like, the whole list we just went through. Yeah, oh, the only thing that really looked cool out of the pre-show was that they were gonna have a, um... What is it called? Oh, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to the Xbox, which is cool. I've never played that series, and it's always looked cool to play. Mm-hmm. And then there was another game called Exon Mecha that looks like a actual like looks like a next gen game with like mechs and like first person shooter elements. It looked really cool. Hmm. That's all they really showed. There's a couple other games that looked interesting, but I don't really care for them. Right. So. Well, I mean, is that all you wanna? Yep. Okay. I think that's good for this week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be our rundown, or how should I say, our breakdown, not rundown, of uh, the Xbox conference um, and all the other news we've had. We've forgot a couple <laughs> things from last week, and that's what we've added in this week. So like, yeah, the flight so. simulator stuff was announced weeks ago, but I keep forgetting to add it to the <clears throat> episode. So hopefully next week's not really. Depending on how this week goes, hopefully next week's not going to be dry like last week. Well, I'm, I'm was. guessing this week or the next week is going to be for sure the Call of Duty reveal. They have to reveal it sometime soon, and there's been people saying that it is coming out this year for sure. So, so I guess yeah, we'll just have to see. And I know, I know, in like then in the coming months, we're they're going to have. Um, but there's going to be another showcase in August, mm-hmm. most likely, showing off the rumored Series S. And probably other games, and hopefully like features of the consoles, like there's, more back and pat stuff. Yeah, I was just saying. Then there's Animal Crossing updates that are coming out in August. So, and then also the um, 
PlayStation's going to probably have something in the beginning or the, in the mid. So and hopefully we'll get the release dates and the uh, pricing. For both consoles yeah, by the end of? I think both in this month. I think PlayStation's going to go next to kind of hit back at what just what we just saw with the Siri, with the Xbox Series mm-hmm. X event. And then they're going to have the release date at, and the price at the end of that. And I think that Microsoft is going to hopefully undercut them because I'm... You know, because I think that the PS5 is going to be for sure 500, and I don't really have the money to afford that. So, I think PS5, like I said last time, would be five, and so, Xbox is four. Yeah, that's what I'm my hoping is so I can, or even if the PS4, if it was the other way around, whichever one's the cheapest, I'm going to buy. So, yeah, I I think it'll be Xbox because it was PS4 the first time. Yeah, and so and Microsoft has you know billions Bank, more of yeah. worth, so they could easily make theirs a hundred cut theirs and make theirs a hundred dollars cheaper so but yeah other than that we appreciate you guys for, we appreciate you guys for listening if i can speak um yeah so we hope you guys enjoyed the cast yeah and, and be sure be sure to follow us on our uh, facebook at um at gaming and our twitter is that at gaming as well mm-hmm. at gaming pod on twitter yep and um you can reach me with um rockin gamer um, 100 i believe is my uh, twitter handle <laughs> If not, I'll get the right one next time. And um, mine is going to be at swizzle underscore cs. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, yep. Um, we're thinking in the next <clears throat> few months we have some maybe either reviews we're going to start doing, or we thought about doing a video podcast or a live stream. It's just something special. Just in the kind, next few months. Yeah, just to kind of build up our. Yeah, and I thought about doing like a um, when the Series X comes out. Maybe if we can all play Halo, we could have them. Like, or we could have a review of it or something like that. So yeah, well I know I know we're gonna we have plans for you guys in the coming months. So we'll we'll kind of just leave that where it is for now and iron out the details and roll them out as they come. So yep, and um, yeah, I think we're good for today. Yep, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great night.